Ladies and gentlemen, I know you miss me. This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Red Energy for reliable energy solutions for your home or business. I was in Melbourne over the weekend, yeah. and that was just a little bit of a nice weekend away with my partner Carrie. Love who it. Ended up being so sick; she has the flu, like just bedridden. So that's a really odd thing to be going on like a trip and be very, very under the weather. It's you, not fun for her, and I felt terrible. You did it, say it still did still hit up the casino on my own though, but yeah. it's neither here nor. I don't know how Michael much. Is shaking his head there, and that is fair, and it's also true. I, she told me to go, and oh. I did. I was going to say, because I don't know how much I want to bring up of this, because mm. I really don't want to start a, a fight in your relationship. No, she but, told me to go. But yeah, I was going to say, there was a point where Josh was like, damn it, she's sick, and I really want to go to the casino, and I'm like, Pfft. say that to Michael and I, and yeah, no one yeah, else. No, and I didn't, <laughs> yeah, I didn't yeah. offer it, she yeah. offered it. She was like, you still go if you want. I'm like, yeah, I kind of do. Uh, are you being serious? Is this one of those tests? She's oh, yeah. like, no, no, go. And I was like, cool. Um, this was Thursday. She was quite sick. And then Friday, mm-hmm. the whole time sick? No, no. L- yes, but let's move on from that because okay. that's not what this is about. The the thing that I actually have an issue with is the first night we were there, I we decided to stay in. We were going to go out, but we decided to stay in um, because she was under the weather. And I went down to a bottle shop to get some get some Canadian clubs. I was going to just have a couple of CC and dries. And I By did yourself. that. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> While sitting in yeah. the room talking to her, we were watching a movie and stuff. And okay. <laughs> I know you're trying to paint Cry that as a... for help. <laughs> much. Oh my God. <laughs> anyway, so I go to a bottle shop. Now, the important part, the reason I've given the whole wanky backstory about the fact I was in sure. Melbourne is this isn't a local bottle shop. This was, you wanted... Yeah, this isn't this even a close an, state. This was an inner city Melbourne bottle shop. So you haven't made correct preparations before you've got here. Mm. So let's charge out the arse for everything. This is the opposite of a Dan Murphy's. This is, you are going to pay as much money as is reasonable for this thing before you would walk out of the shop and leave. Some places in Melbourne treat it like they're on an airplane. Yeah. Yep. It's like, mm-hmm. there's nowhere else for you to go. And it's like, no, there is, but it's like five minutes away, and which I'm is not going to do that. They know how lazy yeah, exactly. I am. <laughs> um, so I went into this bottle shop and I've gone up to the fridge. Now, the uh, a six pack of CC and dry is usually like twenty seven bucks, yeah. maybe from Dan's. This was thirty eight dollars. What? Thirty eight dollars. So I think at Dan's you can get the ten pack for nearly that. I was going to yeah. say you can get the ten so pack anyway, for forty bucks. Alcohol not promoting that right now. What I'm just trying to do is lay out the uh, the economy of the whole thing. So I walk in there, look in the fridge, and go. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I was expecting that, but probably not thirty seven dollars. I was thinking maybe we go for six or for four. Six. So that's five dollars a can. Yeah, there's a lot. Well, there's a lot going from on. a bottle. As well as wild. Uh, in front of me was a guy who had a footy scarf on. He was clearly on his way to the footy, and he he had bought a bottle of wine. And he basically said to the guy behind the counter, "Do you have a Do you have a paper cup?" So oh, I think mate. he was wanting to get that's, straight into it. That's the, actually a cry for on help. On the walk to the <laughs> yeah, MCG, he was yeah. wanting to get straight into Jokes it. Jokes aside, that actually is what that looks like. The guy behind the counter heard paper back. Gave him a paper bag. Makes sense. And then he asked again. He was like, do you have a paper cup? And the guy behind the counter was like, well, no. we, No, we don't. Mm. The guy behind the counter at this point, as the guy's left, the guy who wanted the paper cup for his wine, has looked at me as if to go, get a load of that guy. Can you believe this? And he gave me the look of like... <laughs> That noise is the look. You should be able to do the look on your own based on that noise. There was an accompanying <laughs> look, guys, and it really does paint the yeah. picture. I gave the guy a look back as if to be like, I don't care what just happened. You're charging me $38 for six Canadian clubs. We're not on the same team. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm yeah. not on your team. That guy is weird. Yeah. What's going on here is no, gross. What is going on here is so much more offensive yeah. to me, and I am <laughs> yeah. not on your side. And the look I gave him back was this. 
Yeah, that was a look of like, just get through this, yeah, dude. Yeah. No mm-hmm. one's having fun here. You're yep. not because you're at work, and I'm also paying out the ass for something that you never cost this you much. Absolutely, should have given the guy a paper cup. You yeah. probably charged him four hundred dollars for a bottle of passion pop. So yeah, yeah. give him a paper just cup. Give him all right? a paper cup. <laughs> Can I quickly say, Ned, that love the World Cup. Absolutely fantastic. Enjoyed seeing the game last night. It was a very, very intense game. Like, the skill on display. I don't even know that much about football. And I was like, yep, this is... We're watching the best of the best right now. Um, You going to continue taking in football in any kind of capacity? So, my best friend, Oscar, he loves soccer. And I sort of thought to myself, I'm like, maybe I just keep watching this. Because I enjoy it. I enjoy watching it. And then I can talk to him about something. Well, that's it. It's like Ted Lasso sort of uh, intrigued you a little bit. Welcome to Wrexham. Yeah, welcome to Wrexham. Exactly. Those sort of give you a little taste, a little sousant. It's not really about the football as much as about stuff going on around it. But now you sort of like are invested a little bit in the football. Ned, who were you going for last night? España. Yeah, so you lived in Spain for two years. Michael is here, producer Michael. Who were you going for last night? England? Yeah. Loser. So, no, hang on, hang on. What was I mean, the, on paper, am I wrong? What was the logic behind that? Because you didn't live in England for two years. No, but my family do come from England mm-hmm. and they follow the football, the English Premier League quite a lot. Okay, I'll, all right. It's mm. the only... I have more of a connection to England than I do Spain. So, the reason I was going for England last night, and this, there's two camps for this, I think. If you're just an Australian with no vested interest, two camps. Carrie was like, I don't want England to win because they beat the Matildas and I'd like to see them have... The, sa- the same sadness, and then I presented the counter argument, which I was my is, argument, yeah, what I'm which agree is with. I don't want them beating the Matildas to be for nothing. So I yeah. wanted them to win. So at least then the Matildas lost to the team that ended up winning, but we lost to the team that lost. So my dad says this is like there is something noble in losing to the winning team. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. But at the same time. I'm a petty, petty man. Yeah, and so was, I very much subscribe to Carrie being like, screw you guys. You took us out of it. You guys don't get to win. Yeah, and I thought that too when they first lost. And then I started seeing the looks on some of the girls' faces. And I was like, why can't everyone win? Why do? We, why does there have to be a losing? I just felt bad. I was like, yeah. sad that there's a team that has to watch the confetti rain down on another yeah. team and be like, that could have been us. You'd really enjoy sports that preschool kids yeah, do. I do. Yeah. I do. Everyone gets to win. Yeah. The reason that these women are so passionate yep. about it is there is a winner. There is a winner. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just like we're not keeping score. Carries, you guys have fun. Carrie's seven year old when he plays footy. Yeah. Uh, when the team starts winning by more than fifty points, any goal that the team winning by fifty points kicks counts for the other team. So both teams. <laughs> so are Basically, both teams team. are playing for the one team. Seems odd. And seems I'm like, I odd. love that. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, seems very odd. <laughs> but something else that came out yesterday um, was uh, a little bit of an interesting brouhaha has kicked up with a fantastic nickname to go with it. Uh, Anthony Albanese is answering questions about how much flying he's done, how many overseas trips he's taken since becoming Prime Minister. Where are you taking off to? Now, I am not uh, in a glass house throwing a stone here because if I had taxpayer-funded travel, I would never have my feet on the ground. I would be going everywhere. It's pretty easy to justify going anywhere as well. Oh, I needed to go to Japan because of relations. Uh, I needed to go to England because of... Relations. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Essentially, anywhere is because of relations. Yeah, yep. <laughs> and uh, going to a state dinner in Washington. Oh, very just, I mean, nice. I very nice. That's coming up very soon. If I pass that up, it would look rude on a world stage. So I need to go to this dinner, and I also need to take a limo there. The <laughs> uh, nickname that he's been tagged with is Airbus Albo. 
Mm. Not bad. It's, it's not, not bad, bad as an it's, it's not bad. Yeah. Airbus Albo. And especially considering I'm pretty sure his big grey plane that's parked out at the airport is an Airbus. So mm. It's an Airbus like KC something. I don't know. But anyway, mm. the point. It's a big one. It's a big one. The point here is I wouldn't have agreed with this because he's been traveling around. The, the trip to Germany was to secure a massive defense contract. Like, there's lots going on that he's doing. Oh, he's not taking the piss. He actually is doing prime ministerial work. Last night. Yeah. He was standing next to the Governor-General, handing out medals to the Spanish soccer team, and I looked at him on that podium and I thought, you don't need to be there, mate. Why are you there? Why are you there? Why are you there? (laughs) Why are you there? I get why you're there. Like, it's our World Cup, we've hosted it, but why are you there? Mm. You don't need... And the people filming obviously agree with me because they framed him out of the shot. (laughs) Our Prime Minister was framed out of the shot of the Spanish team getting their medals, and I started asking myself... Do any of the players for Spain have any idea who this guy is? Nope, they'd be like, who, what? They'd be like, oh, yeah. You You're must be, Albanese, you must be yeah. some kind of FIFA official or something. I have no idea who you are. What about instead of just so we get one off the ground so we can coin our own phrase, what instead about Airbus Albo, what if we call it Albanese, more like spends it easy. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, no, I think Airbus Albo's the way, peak of the nicknames. Better. Yeah, much I, better. My brain wouldn't let me stop thinking about that nickname for four minutes. If you are going <laughs> to be defending, because his, his literal uh, clapback was, which flight should I have not attended? I mean, that's... Last night's. Yeah, yeah last night's. You, you didn't need to be, you didn't need to be there. <laughs> Ned. Yeah. Over the weekend, I saw something that I'd like to submit for your approval because I am going to need a couple of opinions on this, so we might even get producer Michael in on this action. Um, Let me just tell the story first, all right? Mm -hmm. I went to the bathroom at a food court, right? That's That's the story. I was going to say, when you go, let me tell the story first. You can't look at me for validation when you're like, I went to get food. Yeah. No, no, the bathroom. You need to the tell me more of a story than this. At the food court. <laughs> okay. And as I was done, I walked out of the cubicle towards the uh, basin to wash my hands. And as I did that, I caught eyes with, there was like a, a urinal section and a cubicle section. I was coming out of the cubicle section, the urinal section. There was a guy in a full chef outfit. It's odd. He was like, yes, chef. He was dressed fully yeah. in the chef, the checkered pants, the white thing, the whole thing. He'd like get- he'd just been in the bathroom yep. um, dabbing his tears from kitchen nightmares. Yeah, like, no. Jesus Christ, God, it's well, so no, mean. Because he clearly walked from the urinal section. Oh. And he didn't expect me to be there. I don't think, I think he must have come in after me. Mm. And so what's happened is out of his peripheral vision, he has, well, no, first and foremost, he's gone straight for the door sands the washing of the hands Mm. and then has caught me in his peripheral vision and has done a full Grandpa Simpson going into the Bordello style walk back around Mm. to the basin. That's what he's done. Washed his hands. Better better wash my hands. Mm. Now, my question to both of you, producer Michael's here with us as well, He washed his hands because he saw me, didn't he? Like, he he saw me and went, oh, that's potentially a customer who could dob me in for being a chef who's just gone to the toilet and has not washed his hands. I better go back and wash my hands. There's no way he genuinely forgot. Like, he was walking out and he goes, oh, hands, silly me. Yeah, what do you think, producer Michael? Because I think that you're right, but Mm. I actually have a almost a conspiracy theory as to what might be going on. Okay, yeah. Conspiracy theory. Uh, It could be, I think it could be exactly how you're describing. It could also be he forgot he was... 
where at he work was and, and what he was wearing, and then just did it, and then did yeah. it of his own accord anyway when he realised yeah, okay. that he was yeah. at work. He yeah, I past, see what you're saying. See yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I do see what you mean. He walked past the mirror and he was like, "Hang on, I'm not ten feet tall." And he was like, "Oh, I've got a hat on. Oh, mm. I'm a chef. Hang yeah, on, I don't need to wash my hands. Yeah, wash your hands. Yeah. Here's what I think has happened. Okay, I think. As a matter of fact, I know because I've worked in hospitality where you've had to prepare food and stuff. You need to wash your hands when you get back there. Doesn't matter where you. So he's like, I'll, I'll, I'll be bacteria riddled for the trip from here to the kitchen. And then when you get to the kitchen, you have to scrub yep. your hands I properly see. and make sure mm-hmm. they're clean. And someone will watch you do that. Yeah. What I think has happened is it's been a full pantomime for you. Yep. He knows he's going to clean his hands before he touches any food, but the general public, civilians, if mm. you will, don't know that. Yeah. So he's got to do it to you because he doesn't want you thinking, well, oh my God, this guy doesn't wash his hands at all. So he's doing a pantomime like, look how well I'm cleaning my hands before Even he actually, he's going to go back and he's get the do industrial it. soap, do the whole Similarly, yeah. mm-hmm. if you saw a pilot like board the, the plane, before, like you were sitting down and you were watching the pilot get on, you don't want to see him get on and like do a huge yawn and stretch and be like, oh, I'm so tired. Mm. Don't do that while we're getting on the plane. I know you're fine, and I know there's probably even a bed in the cabin that you can have a sleep and you can put it on autopilot and it's fine. I just don't want to see that. You I need d- to make sure. I want you getting on looking like the pe- like the preppiest, like you're so excited I go to be as far as to say I don't ever want to see a pilot drinking an energy drink. That's exactly I, I right. I want to see him awake at all times. And I think this falls into the same category as pam- pantomimes for like the general public. Yep. Like, yeah, maybe a pilot is super tired. He's like, I got two hours sleep I get last it, night. I get it. So this guy has walked into the toilet, you yeah. believe, maybe not embarrassed by me, but for my benefit, has gone, has gone, okay, I know I'm going to wash my hands when I get back to the kitchen, but I'll do it here as well so that this guy feels comfortable when he walks back out into the food court that... Yeah, he's not yeah. going to see me and go, that guy peed and didn't wash his hands, and he has to go, I washed my hands so here. It, it, but we can guarantee that if I wasn't there, he wasn't going to no wash way. his hands. Yeah. So what we've learnt here is if you see someone coming out of the toilet, don't shake their hands straight away. No, Just give them, give them maybe 10 minutes before you shake hands with anybody. I was going to say, that's probably a good rule even before great this talk. Yeah, great, great life tip. <laughs> Can I just quickly say that we are actually going to talk about this exact thing, followers on Instagram, because there was a situation over the weekend. I don't know if you saw uh, the Collingwood-Brisbane Lions game. I didn't, but I saw the yep. news story. The Collingwood-Brisbane Lions game, uh, it was notable for the, uh, obviously, the results. The Brisbane Lions won, which was a big thing, top of the ladder, in contention, all of that. But if you're not a fan of AFL, this next part is where it gets more interesting. One of the players uh, for Brisbane, Devin Robertson, had his jumper ripped off his body. Yeah. So there was a bit of a tackle situation. Somebody grabbed his shirt, and it's ripped in half at the back, Hulk Hogan style. Uh, yeah. And he's just been shirtless. Yep. Now, they had to run around. Around, like much like the World Cup last night when um, the player had uh, the blood on her shorts and they had to get rid of the give her new shorts. It takes a second to organise. Yeah. So they're trying to desperately run this jumper out to Devon and he is just playing shirtless. And skins versus shirts for a little while. If last I night. looked like him, I would never wear a shirt. Yeah. Ever. He, ever. He is um, the legitimate. Per, like that's what I would look like if I could choose to look like anyone. It would or have the body shape of anyone. It would, and honestly, quite frankly, the hair. Yeah. It would be this dude. He's a very handsome man. There's no I will doubt say about his it. Tan's awful, but he that does can have be a fixed. does have a big singlet tan. But kind he also, needs the singlet on. Exactly right. He gets paid to wear the yep. singlet, so I understand why he may be having a tan. But uh, <sighs> good lord, what shape this guy's in? Devin Robertson is his name. 
And it seems like a lot of people ask that question because mm. <laughs> before the before the shirt came off, he had eleven point one thousand followers on Instagram, and within minutes after the shirt came off, he had nineteen point four million followers on. Uh, sorry, million thousand. Followers. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, the whole country okay. stopped and followed him at once. <laughs> no, no, he went from eleven thousand to nineteen thousand in a series of minutes, basically because he got his shirt off. It's I- the Taylor Lautner effect. The second you get your shirt off, yeah. people are more interested. I. I will do him a favour, not that he needs one anymore, but I will do him a favour that I read, imagine that he would be quite pissed about. His name is Devon, but it's spelt D-E-V-E-N. Like all the Devons that I've known, it's been D-E-V-O-N. I reckon the fact that it was spelt like a little different, Mm -hmm. he lost probably a thousand followers in that, in the kerfuffle of figuring out. So it's D-E-V-E-N, if you'd like to follow him now, how good? Gutted, do you reckon he was that they brought him out another shirt? Well, I, he ran around. He ran around for a little while. Like, I will say, shirtless. He looked angry. He looked like annoyed, and they were trying to like get him to come over to. Be, yeah. And he was like, "No, leave me. Just leave me. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to focus on playing." Which I would imagine is more his athleticism, his commitment to the game. Yeah, but also maybe a little bit of I look great. Yeah, I don't need the shirt. What are you? What are you stressing about? There's a like a clip from when this happened in like the 80s or something with a guy who has Mr. Burns's hair mm. like line. He just has it like shaved yeah. on the top and he just has it around there. Um, significantly less important to have a phenomenal rig in like the 80s. Yeah, no. Yeah, it was this no guy Instagram. Ha- this guy has a beer gut. There was no Instagram. <laughs> if you told me this guy was a professional player yep. for the national sport that By we the play, way, one of the sports in the world where you have to run the most. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't, I'd be like, no, like the, maybe his son was or something. It's like, no, no, this guy who looks like he doesn't know where his next shower's coming from. That guy is like the lead player. We're looking to get some followers on our Instagram at Ned and Josh, and so both Ned and I will be getting stringently into a bit of F forty five. Yeah, maybe we'll be hitting the den and going down there. I, I look, we're going to get in shape. That's obviously how you get the followers. Yeah, as long as it's like by the end of my life, that's the time limit you're giving me. Like until before I die, I need to get in shape. I, I want it done that. by December. Ned. Yeah. Watching the World Cup final last night, very exciting. Spain took away the victory. Love them. Um, we'll talk about who you wanted to win up next because uh, that, I think, was a very hot, contentious topic in a lot of lounge rooms across the country. We had to pick a favourite, and I actually think you fall, in two, you fall in two distinct camps as to whether or not you wanted or didn't want England to win. Mm. And I, I think there's an argument for both. I'm going uh, yeah, to okay. tell you what that is after 8 o'clock. But that's not what I want to talk about right now. Um, Rexona really sponsored the living hell out of the World Cup. They got they got their pound of flesh. They I mean, why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they? They, they are probably the quintessential sponsor of any sporting event, let alone the Women's FIFA World Cup. I am a Rexona daily user. I pay for the Rexona. This, You're is, a Rexona not, man. this is not a cash for comment situation. I'm just telling you that I wear Rexona ice cool. I was going to say, what mm-hmm. flavor do you go for? Ice cool. Is it a flavor or a scent? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a scent. You're not supposed to eat it. Is that what they say, though? Or is it's that what they... De- no, it's definitely a scent. But you can have flavours that you smell, can't you? Or is a flavour specifically a taste? I can't keep entertaining this so any longer. I'm sorry, I can't. Cold. Ice no. cold? Ice cool, sorry. Ice cool. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, but anyway. Okay, I'm seeing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the blue I'm one. I'm seeing the definition of the word. I'm yeah, getting it yeah. now. <laughs> I'm seeing it and I'm understanding it. <laughs> Antiperspirant. It's not really saying the flavours and or scents it says, not though. flavours! Yeah. We'll have no idea. Okay. The problem I have with the ad that I've been seeing, Mm. and there is a very, very easy explanation for it, for this particular version of the ad. Yeah. 
Sam Kerr is out there just dominating at soccer. She's about to do some training. Before she gets training, under the shirt of the Rex owner, she's good to go. Let's go. Sam's not going to stink. She's going to be kicking goals Mm -hmm. while smelling great. Rex owner, thanks for the win. Right? Cool. I don't know anybody that puts deodorant on while their shirt's on. Don't know anybody that does that. Obviously, for a TV ad, Sam Kerr doesn't want to have a shirt. But no, does anyone actually put deodorant on once their shirt is already on? I see people uh, put deodorant on after, like on their over their sh- over their clothes. If that, like, that also blows my mind when I see people put <laughs> when I see people put white antiperspirant deodorant on their clothing. I'm like, yeah. you're just leaving white marks all over you. What are you doing? So what do you go into the bathroom every time you need to reapply? Take your shirt off. I will, and this is why this the explanation works for Sam. I Sam is training, and she does it while she's training. Yeah. If I have to reapply deodorant at some point during the day, which I really do because of Rexona, as I mentioned, I will go psh, psh, under the shirt. But in the morning, no, that's straight out of the shower. So there's, there's no way that I would put deodorant under the shirt. And I've seen this in many commercials where Rexona are seemingly trying to claim that a lot of people do this. So they're sorry, I'd misunderstood the commercials. So the commercials who wake up in the morning. No, have, no, no, no. She's trying. She's trying. Yeah, that's okay, what I'm saying. Yeah, it doesn't so quite apply for this. Sh- don't get lost in the weeds of the commercial. Yeah, yeah. Answer me the question. You don't wear deodorant because you don't, you don't get BO, which is the strangest. We should study your blood. But the point I'm trying to make here is would you assume that next to no one is putting their clothing on and then applying deodorant. Yes. I thought that the I thought that was only like uh bare skin. I thought that under your shirt was the roll on. You know how people do roll on? Like you know how they have the roll on deodorant and you do that roll under on. your shirt? Like roll. I just realized I've had this conversation with somebody who doesn't wear deodorant. <laughs> I have not Michael, worn deodorant Michael's in, in the studio. Michael's <laughs> here. Hi. What do you do? Uh, so I don't really have like a spray deodorant. You have the roll on. I have like a stick deodorant. Oh, yeah, for my underarms and I, for your armpits. And I have and mm. I have a cologne that yeah. I spritz. Yeah, that's why I, Ned's face right now that I've Recoils. said chapstick for your armpits. That's Ugh. why I don't use it because I always think I'm putting lip balm on my armpits. How about you grow up? Yeah, and yeah, okay. not, and yeah. not think of it as chapstick yeah. for your armpits. <laughs> that's how they should advertise it. No, why no. would they? <laughs> Speed stick should be chapstick but for your. Pits. You literally started this by saying I don't want to use it because I think. It's chapstick for your armpits. And then you did a 180 and said, that's how they should memorable. market it. It's memorable, though, isn't it? No, it makes people not want to use hey, it by your own admission. Head to hit one of four seven camera. Put me out of my misery. Answer this question. I've got it up there on the story. Do you put your deodorant on before or after your shirt? If there's even seven people that say after the shirt, I'll change my mind on this whole thing. Do you put your cologne on, Michael and Josh, after your shirt? Yes. Because you want your shirt to smell yes. like it as well. Yes. See, I never do that. You put on your nude body. My nude body. After yep. I get out of a shower, when you like pores are still soaking when stuff you, in, you spritz and then walk through. Yeah, you got to walk through it. Yeah, yeah you, you walk do, do a walk. Do you do a walk? I don't do a walk. Yeah, you have to walk. It's because I taught Josh not to do a walk through, but now I do a walk yeah. through. So I've left him in the dust. Yeah, but my name's also not Mademoiselle Clavel. I don't yeah. have like a little that I then walk through. I'm like, oh, yeah. You clearly apparently need to get fully naked to get to put deodorant on. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I just need to put my deodorant on. I'll be back in ten to fifteen. Really shouldn't have put myself up on a pedestal there, should I? <laughs> Josh, about to walk on coals. I have been saying for half an hour that I'm about to explain my problem with the World Cup, and I am about to do just that. Oh, before we get into it, can mm-hmm. I just say, um, I know it's not really relevant, I just really thought of it, just popped into my mind really over the weekend. Did I ever tell you I lived in Spain for two years? You did live in Spain for two years, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you're pretty excited about the win? 
Oh, did they win? Did they? They did win. Yep. Oh, that's crazy. My team feel, won. Did they? My the, team yeah, won. I was going to say yeah. you feel the closest to be able to well, claim. Well, I just lived yeah. there. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. like, I mean, for, for for a while that's they certainly fair. were my team. Yeah, no, I will great. be honest. I think when I lived there, there wasn't a women's team yet, so mm, yeah. I don't know if I can claim them. But at the same time, uh, just good to see my girls get up. Um, <laughs> my my problem with the World Cup, yeah. is a very specific one because I have been genuinely moved by watching the country over the last month. It's been beautiful. Get behind the Matildas. The 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 elevation of this sport into the limelight, it's going to do so much. The flow-on effect is literally going to be generational. I saw... So you might now be starting to think, well, what's your problem with the World Cup? Well, certainly. It's this. Hey, bro. Me and the boys had an idea for my 60th. Qantas's ad that has been running non-stop during the World Cup has to be discussed and mm. in in length in detailed length what's going on tell me about it it is a spontaneous trip this is this ad i would imagine is meant to make us all go god yeah that's they get us home the flying kangaroo they bring people together so that's what it's about it's like getting home to mum yeah, getting home to like. mum for a 60th now, lovely a, a, a few problems hey bro me and the boys have had do you refer? I don't have brothers, but do, would you say you'd ever refer to your brothers as the boys? Uh, my friends who have brothers have never referred to their I brothers as the boys. I don't think that happens. So that's problem number one. Unless you're in- inferring that you and your f- mates are going to go down yep. to celebrate your mum's 60th, which odd, strange. <laughs> then the next problem I have is everything else that happens in this commercial. This guy is then moved to the point of like, all right, I'm going to go to mum's 60th. It's going to be great. I'm going to surprise her. It's going to be wonderful. Yeah. He then proceeds to impulsively, apparently, book a business class seat, business class, lie flat bed seat, (laughs) as evidenced by the fact he's in his Qantas pyjamas sleeping on the plane, only to tap mum on the shoulder, obviously at the big lovely family gathering they're having, and go, hey mum, here's Mm. the surprise. Surprise, I'm broke. I flew here business for voice class. Now, the second problem I have yeah. with all of this, because this is this is a very big part of the problem too, is the way that the surprise is revealed is the mother is given the boarding pass for her son's trip, which for a moment would make me think I'd been given a flight. And so wait, wait, that, wait, 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 wait. In the commercial, so what? She gets handed the boarding pass and the then he turns pass, around. And she does the like the, what, is, what? what the hell? What, and then turns around and the, and son's, then the son's there. Yeah. Showing that, no, mum, I haven't got you a business class yeah. trip. I just took a business class trip, and here I am, the surprise. Whose mum's this meant to be? I just, this is my problem, the last problem I have with this, because I've got many. The the flight this guy's taking, because I've now freeze-framed it and had a look, is Tokyo Narita to Sydney. It's like six hours. It's You don't need a life flat bed for that flight. Yeah. It's a, sure, it's a bit of time. It's like an eight, nine-hour flight, but you don't need to sleep. I watched two movies, and we were there. Actually, I got through one and a half movies. I don't know whether I was there. Who is this ad for? No, but who's this? Specifically, multi-millionaires that can afford to, at the at the drop of a hat, waste a business class airfare on Tokyo to Sydney. You don't need to sleep. Yeah, and but like, whose mum's this meant to be? Because if my mum, if if someone went, if my sisters went like this, hey, look, mum, and she was handed a ticket, she was like, oh, cool, and then I turned around and went, hey, it's me. My mum would be like. Why the hell did you fly here business class? Yep. You're an idiot. You, you could are have such spent a this money so much yeah. smarter. What have you done? As a matter of fact, I want you to leave. Get, get out of here. You know, get out. I've taught you, clearly taught you nothing about financial management. You are such a snob you couldn't slum it in an economy for nine hours. What's wrong with you? Josh, 13-year-old cat. 13-year-old Missouri cat. A, a girl named Cat or a cat? Cat by the name yep. of Kit Cat. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I love that name for a cat. I've heard that a bunch of times. It's not original, but I love it. Owner's name's Trisha. I don't know why. I think I was just going to say Trish, but her name is Trisha. Trisha. Trisha and Kit Cat. 
13-year-old Mazura cat um, has broken a world record. Mm. Um, it's... I'll tell you what it is. It's been fully confirmed by... God, if you imagine you were this Guinness Book of World Records like reporter that has to go out to the event, there'd be some that would be so feverishly boring that yep. you'd be like, oh, my God. Agreed. And usually those ones are like, the way that we are going to beat a world record is doing this boring thing for as long as possible. Yeah. So we're going to be here for 78 hours. Oh, my God. I would quit. I'd be like, I can't be here for this long, guys. This cat has beaten the world record for the most skips by a cat in one minute. So, like, skipping rope. Oh, like jump ropes. Jump, I, yes, I initially rope. thought of this, like, skipping like a carefree child. Yeah. Like, just skipping down the road. Yeah, like Dorothy like and the taught, Wizard of Oz. taught a cat to skip. That's yeah. impressive. I mean, <laughs> that I guess would it's, be impressive. it's impressive either way. Yeah. But I do think, yeah, the skipping down the yellow brick road would have been more impressive. But I would rather a cat do that than skip over a jump rope. Uh, by six months old, Kit Kat was jumping rope in front of huge crowds of people at the farm, helping to bust... God, not a lot goes on in Missouri. No, hey? yeah, Missouri, uh, helping to bust myths that cats can't be trained. Mm. Trisha runs a... Oh, my... Trisha, no, 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 let me get to yeah, this no, part. Please Trisha do. runs an animal talent agency, and Great. Kit Kat's show business resume includes social media campaigns for Frisky's cat food. That's huge. And also, she was on Kim, Jimmy Kimmel. Okay. Can I... Cats can't be trained. Well, can, Have you been to a circus? <laughs> yeah. Well, a circus pre-2012. They can. Big yeah. cats can be trained. The bigger the cat, they the easier decide, it is to train, they, I mean, they, they decide when they want to listen, yes, and that's yeah. a bit dangerous, but yeah. they do do things if you give them food. Well, maybe this is this goes to prove your point of, like, or no, it goes against your point of they can't be trained because this cat's jumped nine times in one minute. Yeah, great. That's not that's not a lot of skipping. Like, like in terms of a skipping rope, that's yeah. a, that's an accident. Yeah, that's, that's, that's an accidental. I don't want to trip over this rope amount of jumping. That's one every ten seconds, and then three you just threw in there mm-hmm. and added as well, just randomly. Doing one skip every ten seconds is is not skipping. That's not wanting to get hit by a rope. That's exactly that's right. What that is that's flight or fight in mm-hmm. this cat going like, oh, I don't want this rope to hit me in the leg. I don't like this. I don't like that we're just giving away things. But again, if there's no, if no cat on planet Earth's also done this. I just feel like if you gave me a cat from birth, I would absolutely having it skipping more than nine times. In a I've been saying this for a long time. It's too easy to get a world record. Yeah. And with that in mind, join <laughs> us at the lake for Lake Rattle and Roll. It is happening in October. Your chance to be a part of a world record for doing the, the most people doing the twist at once around the lake. It's happening. More impressive than this cat. It is so much more Screw impressive you, than the cat. cat. <laughs> Pretty happy about this next story because I have a definite opinion on it. Like, I have a side that I fall on it. It's not, like, wishy-washy at all. Okay, great. Uh, there is a kid that has basically tried to fly... Uh, first class with his parents. Mm. Um, his parents are up there, and unfortunately, what's ended up happening is uh, the kid didn't have a room for the upgrade that he was a part of. So the parents got upgraded, he didn't, mm. and they tried to ask that uh, a, tw- a twenty-three-year-old who's paid for first class to switch with the ten-year-old, so that the ten-year-old could sit up in first class with his parents. Right. Okay. People very angry that this person refused to give her place to mm. this ten-year-old. Um, I've taken a look at the little the Reddit thing here. The parents on are making a meal of the fact that he's ten, trying to be like, you know what, like my ten-year-old, my ten-year-old. Yeah, yeah te- I mean, yeah. Carrie has a ten-year-old. I look after a ten-year-old regularly. 
He can do stuff for himself. They're 10. He's 10. Yeah. Like, it's not a baby. <laughs> he's had 10 years of experience. He's not... At least at the very... This is what I don't get. Actually, I'll let you finish, because this, and then I'll say my overarching thing I don't get on planes. I think this 23-year-old woman who's refused to give up her seat for a 10-year-old is not only not a villain, she, she's a hero. She is a hero to She's me. a hero. This is the parents' fault, because there is a there are two parents, and one of them decided not to be upgraded. Mm-hmm. Sorry, no, one of them should have decided not to be upgraded. Yeah, exactly right. Why move one of your kids up there? Yep. This is how, unfortunately what having a kid is. You make sacrifices constantly. So you probably have to just go, well, if I would like this the way to work the way it probably should and my kid probably shouldn't be separated from two adults, um, I will sit in economy, you sit in first class. So the only reason I know that you're 100% right about this is this is exactly what happened to me flying back from LA. Exactly what happened to me at the beginning of the year. Oh, you so, seat too short. So because of Carrie's like status on Qantas, she was given a business class upgrade mm. um, and that was extended to two of the other tickets because they were the only available seats. So on the itinerary, two other tickets. Mm. Those seats went to her two sons. Of course. So the at the time, nine-year-old and seven-year-old got to sit in business class, mm. have lie-flat beds, mm. and I was in economy. Now, the reason <laughs> for that is because the logical solution to that is the two adults divide and conquer. Of course. The kids don't have to be involved in the it. The kids shouldn't have to be like, I guess I'll be fine by myself. You know myself. what I didn't do? I yeah. didn't tap someone else on the plane on the shoulder and go, excuse me, can I please sit with my family? Yeah. I think if you're going to be this egregious, you might as well call a spade a spade yeah. and go up and go, hey, sorry, can can I make my problem your problem? Sorry, I actually haven't thought this through at all. Um, can this be your problem now? And of course, this 24-year-old woman has said no. This, yep. So here's my thing, right? Change this. Change the verbiage because the parents have gone, you wouldn't switch first-class seats with my 10-year-old son. Don't say it like that. Say, wouldn't switch ten year, wouldn't switch first-class seats with my 47-year-old husband. Correct, yeah. Because that's actually <laughs> yeah. the decision that was on the table. <laughs> We're going to launch into my expose because I need to know what the hell is going on. Um, we're very fortunate here at work that we have like a snack cupboard. Yep. Uh, I know it's not a crazy thing, but I also know that a lot of officers don't even think about that kind of stuff. So I appreciate the snack cupboard. Yep. Gets filled no weekly. No pinball machine or like cool ping, ping pong table or anything like that. Or a um, building that was built in the last hundred years probably. Riddled with asbestos. But we do have a snack cupboard. We do have a snack cupboard. And that's very, very good. And we have a fish tank as well. But the snack cupboard is what I want to talk about because it gets refilled every week. And um, well, Depends how hungry you get because yeah. the fish tank is also a snack cupboard. Sometimes sushi is available <laughs> yeah. in the snack cupboard. Um, no, the snack cupboard gets refilled once a week and they send out like a, an email going, hey, any requests? If you guys want anything in particular, happy to go out and put it in the Woolworths, Coles shopping order we do. No worries. My requests for caviar have not been fulfilled. All been, been ignored. All but been ignored. Yeah, which is fair enough, I'd say. And even though, like, I've thought, well, caviar's fine, but what about those self-assemble taco kits from Costco? Yeah. Have not even been taken up on that. Honestly, you probably have a way better chance of doing the taco thing because we some, sometimes have meals in there. It's ridiculous. Sometimes there's cup of noodles. Those are not bad. The cup of noodles are pretty good. Um... Sometimes there's those, like, powdered soup noodles. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. just the powdered soup. It's, it's just a big fan fine. of noodles, gang. The thing... I, by the way, I'm not eating those. I just see them in there. The thing that sure. I am truly confused about and what I actually want to talk about is that every week there is a refilling of an item that I don't understand who is eating this because it's refilled more than... Bar the seaweed that gets put in that the cupboard, it's the most extensive item in there. Yep. It's the Uncle Toby's pre-rolled oats in the, like, satchels you just put milk in. Oh, yeah. We have... The porridge. Yeah, yeah, porridge. We have six or seven boxes. Each In each side of one of those boxes is 20 packets. Yep. 
Who is eating 140 bowls of porridge in a week? Hand up. Just a quick question. Yes, Josh. Um, I will answer. The, I will ask the question, and I'd like you to answer it. Um, have you considered the possibility, because I sometimes have these Uncle Toby sachets, not the ones here at work, that mm. somebody's combining two into one, because they give you barely any in one set. Like, you put two in there, and then that's like a decent bowl. Yeah. So maybe someone's going through it at double speed of yeah. what you'd be expecting. But if I'm saying there's seven boxes, and mm. there's 20 packets in each... That means there's 140. That still means that someone's having a healthy, by the way, helping, 70 health, healthy helpings, that was hard, of porridge a week. So there's a Goldilocks in the office. Clearly. Um, Maybe, and that's what it is. I don't want to be this guy, uh, but let's start with all Keely. of the blonde employees. Because obviously, if we get yeah, Keely, she, if has, we've got, she has blonde hair. And it's um, curly. It it's has curly. Like locks. Yeah, I would say literally, yeah. potentially. Goldilocks yeah. right there. Um, she Ro, honestly, Ro here at work also has blonde hair. I'm like, I'm I'm looking at anybody mm. blonde and thinking you unfortunately fit the Goldilocks stereotype yeah. of porridge obsessed. Yeah. Let me smell your fingers. Do they smell like honey? What's going on? Don't ask fellow workers yeah. that. You no, really no, don't. Yeah. I think yeah. we're even on the line yeah. by suggesting who's stealing porridge, uh, uh, yeah. to be honest. No, I honestly don't think it's Keely. Apologise but- to everybody. <laughs> that was the Ned and Josh podcast. podcast. Red Energy for reliable energy solutions for your home or business. Canberra's Hit 104.7.